Guys, what is going on? My name is Jonathan. This is Comic Book Cinema, where we bring you the best comic book movie content. And today I'm joined by three wonderful guests. What's going on, guys? Yeah. Yeah, boy. All right, let's do this. I have forced these gentlemen to yet again watch Superman for the Quest for Peace. This is a movie that when we were growing up, I forced these guys to watch this movie all the time. I forced these guys to watch this movie so many times that they ended up loving it. Right, guys? Absolutely not. No, I I did end up loving it. I think (laughs) – I mean, I love you. I've never watched this whole thing. I think that we all have an appreciation for what they were trying to do, and uh, it's one of those movies that is so bad that it's funny. But with all that being said, today we are going to indeed review Superman 4. Opening sequence, right? It brought me back to my childhood, guys, because when I was a kid, I watched this movie literally on repeat over and over and over again. I see the astronauts. I see the Russian guys singing the the Russian national anthem or whatever he's singing. Probably not the Russian national anthem. Hurts. What did you guys think about the opening sequence? I said, thank God it's only an hour and a half. I got to go through (laughs) it. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, 20 minutes of movie was credits at the beginning. Yeah. Hey, my only thought watching the movie was, how could I speed this up? Like, I said, how like many you know how do you have while watching podcast you can speed up? I wanted to speed this up, but also slow it down too at the same time. I don't know, man. I I, I pretty much enjoyed it. I mean, the fact that like these astronauts are up there doing God knows what, and <laughs> Superman just yeah, happens to know that he needs to fly into space to help him out just randomly. <laughs> Well, don't forget, but, James. He can hear everywhere. He's got super hearing. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> He's omnipresent almost, just like but, Jesus Christ. Mm. But that that uh that debris mm. hits a man, and I said, "Oh no!" But then, what do you know? Here he comes, fist forward, saving the day for those. Yeah, saving yeah, the day. yeah, that was one of my points. It was like, why? Why is he always looking like he's driving a car in like five o'clock traffic? He's back there, like I, that's just while he's trying to fly around. I don't understand that. Just yeah, generally, you know, I hate Superman. Like, like, let's start there. The whole, <laughs> yeah, just the concept of him, him being able to do everything. I hate that. Yeah, it's annoying. But, but this movie is different. I'm not annoyed by him at all. And that concept that you're talking about, John, yeah. it's it rings true with a lot of comic book fans, movie fans in general. But in this movie, they take it up even a step higher. I mean, not just in this movie, but the older Superman films, the one, two, and three, and four, they take a lot of liberties by giving Superman a lot of made-up powers along with his already ridiculous arsenal of weapons that he has. You know, he already has laser vision. He already has cold breath. He already can fly at the speed of sound. Cold breath. Super strength. He does have cold breath in the comics. He's got cold breath in the comics. So just like Nuclear Man freezes Superman in this yeah. film, Superman can do that to you as well, Gordon. <laughs> hey, I thought, I thought Superman was hey, done. I was impressed point. when I first saw that like space shuttle or whatever floating out there. I was like, actually, that looks pretty realistic. And then Superman came in there and that's <laughs> wrong. Like, no. Fun fact. I was like, all right, I got another hour 20 before I'm done with this. <laughs> Fun fact, every single shot of Superman flying forward like you guys were talking about in this movie 
He was really exact, fine. Is the, is the exact same shot. Like, there was not a second take. He literally <laughs> shot that in front of a green screen one time, and they used that exact same take. If you pay close attention and watch the movie, you'll notice it. It's that was, the exact that was good. Thing. That was good Dave Ramsey saving clips right there. I said, we just want yeah, to he was like, hey, should I do this again? They're like, no, nah, it's fine. Don't <laughs> yeah. Lenny breaks out Luther. Out of out of out of prison. What did you think about uh, Luther and Lenny's escape plan, guys? Yeah, I I get why the sheriffs were tricked. Like it made a lot of sense to me. The car looked cool. Who wouldn't want to listen to those headphones, um, speakers, those horns, yeah. those horns that were coming in, those trumpets that were coming inside of the car? Hey, you, we completely skipped the part about uh, yes, Superman being able to hit that curveball. <laughs> You don't have to suck that hard to everybody else. Like, I get us the whole cover up. That green glowing thing. Yeah, was, tell us. I don't What is that? He's like, got to be so careful. And then he puts it in his <laughs> flimsy pocket. It doesn't even like zip up. It's just like buttons. That's yeah. a power module, man. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, let's that's talk about the power about module. The film, guys, this, this is back in the 80s, late 80s. The first couple Superman films, there was a lot more care and attention to the source material. But in these last two, three, and four, all bets were off. Everything was out the window. They were just going with whatever they thought looked cool and, and worked yeah. for them in the 80s. Nobody cares about what's actually the narrative here. We just want to see something tight. It kind of seems like an infomercial for the subways. <laughs> After he saves the subways, they're like, yeah. hey, you mind throwing in a word for the subway people? And he's like, I got you. I got you. I got subway you. Yeah, and also, why couldn't he just catch the train rather than putting his foot down the rail and stopping it with electricity? <laughs> uh, also, I love how you just played the doctor. He just walked in there real quick, like, and he said, ah, he's fine. Yeah. Busted back out. Like, that train conductor, he didn't check his pulse, nothing. He just said, he's, he's going to be all right. He'll be fine. He should be fine. Yeah. Well, he, he could probably hear his heart beating. So, to be fair. Uh, yeah, he's got right. super hearing. Don't forget about that. He's got, he's got <laughs> super hearing. I, did, I really appreciated it. I really appreciated the electricity. Maybe that was just some foreshadowing for the for Ooh, the electrical yeah. uh, the electrical prowess of the man himself. His father, cool breath, cool breath. How, how, how long did it take y'all to be like, "Wow, this movie's good"? Because I timed it six minutes in, and again, keep keep in mind the first five minutes of credits. The best so, thing about it was about the hour and a half mark, and the movie was over. Yeah, it's, it's, you know, what's funny, this is probably one of the shorter credit opening credit sequences of all four of the older Superman films. The first one, really? I'm not kidding you, John, it really was like five or six minutes long. And I was just sitting there like in awe because this one was like two and a half minutes. I, I think I timed this one roughly. Yeah. It was long. That's really long to today's standards, but it's nuts how the first Superman films were even longer. Where did Lenny come from? Like. Has he always been around? Well, that no, but that's that's that what they say in the film is that's Lex Luthor's nephew. Okay. So maybe he was a kid in the earlier films. Okay, they did. They had those tricks, didn't they? They had the tricks with that hot rod coming in there. Poor Lenny. Yeah. It, it, the comedy was so bad, right? Like it tried to be, it, it tried to be funny, and it almost worked. And then it was just like, man, it's just real dumb. It was or, funny, you know, for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> exactly. I yeah. love when Nuclear Man. I mean, let's just go ahead and go to the best part when he's kind of messing with Lenny, and he's got him twisted, and then 
Lenny goes down to the floor and he's like, I'm break dancing. <laughs> like you've just got a great perspective always. We are skipping ahead just a little bit, but I will say that the special effects have not aged well, obviously. I mean, this is this was considered a low budget film for its time. So now, of course, 35, 40 years later, it's not gonna age well at all. Like if you compare this Superman film to the first or the second Superman film, the special effects in those that came out in the late seventies look a lot better. <laughs> so that's really? how bad this one was. John, what you got in that bottle? Just water. <laughs> you came unprepared. What are you drinking? All right. Um, something stronger, but not as strong as Superman's hair, which holds up a 1000 pound ball. And uh, yeah. I just thought, I just thought at that point, I was like, well, I wonder how strong his pubs are. Down there. <laughs> <laughs> Equally, if not more. <laughs> yeah, two balls at least. Be stronger. Yeah. Talk about how hot <laughs> Lacey Warfield is. Yeah, she was hot. I thought that was Lori Lachlan. How about that reference? Anybody so, else see that? Hey, what? I thought she looked like Lori Lachlan and Becky. Aunt Becky. From Full House? Oh, yeah. She does kind of look like Aunt Becky. Hmm. But she's got way thicker eyebrows. You know what I mean? Like, them things were coming out there. I was like, cut that off. And she loses a little that neck fat. She's getting really hot. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. So you didn't like her? I thought she was good. Wait. No. I thought she was good. And yeah. the way she uh, she loved propping herself up on that desk, like her Clark's coming in there. Whatever she put on that dress, I would commented <laughs> on that dress. Yeah, that was Clark's like, and that was so natural when she was up on her desk and she was just like sitting there. <laughs> yeah, I didn't didn't like she was trying at all. Totally natural. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <hi>. she sold <laughs> it. So, so this movie starts off, and we got the overdubbed dumb kid that asked Superman, yeah. hey, I got a good idea. Why can't you just get rid of all the nuclear weapons in the world? That's the whole premise mm-hmm. behind this film, guys. Putin would approve. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Yeah. Dude, Jeremy, Putin would he, approve, George. He pissed me off. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I have to agree, man. Yeah. And then whenever Superman is addressing the UN and Lois is like holding Jeremy. It's like, you don't even know Jeremy. Why are you holding him? Anybody else bothered by that? I don't know, but I'm sure Jimmy didn't mind. <laughs> hey, he would have been like, about Lacey, not Lois. Can, La- can, uh, what was their name? Warship? <laughs> Lacey Warf- War- Warfield. Warfield. You know, Lois really kind of comes across in these movies, especially in this fourth one as mentally unstable a bit, for lack of a better term. And I'm starting to see why she's so mentally unstable. Superman erases her memory in yeah. the first one. The, this one, he he brings her out for a flight, drops her, and laughs. You okay? Great. And he burns her duck. And, I mean, like, he's doing all this, like, mentally scarring crap <laughs> to Lois. Lying right? to her? Yeah, I, I, can, I thought... It was like essentially giving her Ruthie and then taking her on a flight. And then like when she gets back, she's like, what happened? And he's just having a kick about it. John brought up the UN earlier. And I don't think like in a real world scenario, think about this for a second. 
You really think that every country representative would be clapping so hard that Superman's going to get rid of all their nuclear weapons? They would all be like, what the? You ain't going to do be afraid that he was going to zap them, though, and blow his cold <laughs> breath on them. <laughs> he's like, I can hear what y'all are thinking. And he's like. So that's that's my point. I just don't think that it would go over <laughs> well if Superman announced in front of the UN, hey, by the way, I'm going to get rid of every single nuclear weapon in the world. I don't think everybody would just stand up and start clapping. I mean, this movie is almost like it was written by a child. But you know what the sad part is? This is Christopher Reeve's passion project. This is the only reason he agreed to come back for Superman 4 because he would have a lot more input on the story and he wanted to get this political message across at the time in the late 80s. He was probably a liberal like John Paul. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Jeremy wrote this whole movie, that little turd. I mean, let's let's think about let's think about Superman collecting these nukes only when they're fired, keep in mind. Yeah. Otherwise, he's just kind of hanging out. He just waits for him to shoot one. And then yep. he just goes and says, hey, let me get that real quick. He just he goes inside that net that net he's got up there. He just carefully carefully places that nuke in there, and he smiles. He's like, "I did it!" And then he throws that whole net to the sun. I know he's it. And then the last also, nuke on Earth, conception of nuclear. Yeah, how's that, that, that was all the nukes. That wasn't all the nukes. Yeah, I was all it's a nuclear man. That's a real one where he got a basket that big, put all those things in. You know, that net was just floating out there. <laughs> I think the uh, I think the conception <laughs> of, of nuclear man and how he just blows up from the sun and there's this penis and then the birth of a grown superhero, scary man with electricity, kind of reminds me of the incarnation of Tempter. You know, real similar. <laughs> I'll he say also that. came from the sun, right? <laughs> No, he actually came from a uh, body of stars. Orion, yes. Orion is the same. <laughs> yeah, small <laughs> galaxy. <laughs> I'll say this about nuclear man. It's, it's, Bye-bye. It's a very unpopular opinion, but I think that the character of nuclear man has so much potential. I love the costume. I love how he's no nonsense. He's not a redeemable villain like we see a lot of times with Dr. Ock and Spider-Man where he, he gets zapped in the neck and he loses control of his arms. And he's a good guy that really wants to do good, but... He lost control of those of those AI arms, right? Pinnacles. Nuclear man, he just wants to see the world burn, just like Joker. Yes, yeah. Nuclear man, love that. I love yeah. that. Nuclear man, he's just pissed off. Hey, yes. he just wanted to have some fun, you know, for a little bit. The the only things that are arguably like, I mean, what people use a lot of times, rightfully so, is weakness to to no sunlight. That is just the worst, absolute worst weakness ever. So literally, if he's fighting in this room that I'm in right now, there's no sunlight. He's useless. And another big problem that a lot of people have, which is also justified, is his super long fingernails. And if they got rid of the fingernails and got rid of his dumb weakness, I think that we have a really, really good supervillain on our hands. What are you, what guys are you talking about, John? Wait, the fingernails, the fingernails stay, man. Part. Yeah. The I scratch, be, the scratch was Superman's demise. Long The fingernails and maybe, stay. Give him toenails that long too. Like just yeah, wear flip flops. <laughs> I was one hundred percent rooting for Nuclear Man. Always have. I don't know how many times I've seen this movie, but it's he. He's a better villain each time. <laughs> yeah, I totally is, agree, John Paul. I can only root for Nuclear Man to hurry at the end, Superman. That way, none of these series of Superman ever have to exist anymore. 
and Nuke Man just takes everyone off. <laughs> George. I do have a question, though. All right. Well, first of all, it would have been totally appropriate, I think, at that Stone Cold Steve Austin entrance music where he breaks through the glass. Y'all know? That would have been super tight when Nuke Man came out of, out of the sun. <laughs> when he came out of the sun, if they would play that music. Also, secondly... <laughs> How, how did how did he make it back? How do you know where to make it back to Lex Luthor's crib? Like, um, how do you know where to make it back to? Because that was his father. That's his father. Well, well, yeah, see, no, tell him this is the this is the this is the culmination of the whole movie for me. It make it makes <laughs> it makes it almost worth watching. Like it's it's the fact that so we talk about Nuclear Man now. He's literally just pissed off. Like straight yeah. up, he's pissed. Yeah. Well, well, Nuclear yeah. Man smiles. He smiles at one point in the whole movie, and he's so pleased whenever he lights Lex's cigar for him. <laughs> and then he lets Lex know real quick, "You are nothing. I am father now." Yeah. And then from then on, from yeah. then on, Nuclear Man does nothing but destroy and look pissed off everywhere he goes. There's yeah, never like another that. emotion. Just like he's, that. he's great. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. That well, face. I mean, think about how pissed. You're destroying the Great Wall of China, and immediately, with Superman's eyes, he's rebuilding it. Yeah, Gosh, I hated that. In joy, destruction. <laughs> exactly. You know, <laughs> that was another made-up power they gave Superman. I don't know why they felt the need to do that. You know, Nuclear Man does get a lot of weird, odd powers in this film too. You know, he's lifting people up with his mind, and I think there's another bit where he. Pushes his hand outward like that, and the cops just like re- like time reverses, and they get back in their cop cars. And <laughs> the powers that they give both Superman and Nuclear Man in this film are just <clears throat> to say the least. They yeah, I mean the gift of levitation. Remember, he levitated those people up. Yeah, Superman, <laughs> Nuclear not, Man's powers levitate just, your mind. I, I don't. I don't even really get it. It's just like, I mean, the only All thing right. nuclear about him is that he was he was riding on the side of a. Nuclear missile <laughs> before he was before his clone was magically or before the DNA and whatever coagulate that Lex had created was magically able to fuse with the sun and the nuclear explosion to make nuclear man. But there's nothing really nuclear about the guy. Like he has electricity and cold breath, and he has internal heat as a internal internal heat generation as 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 Lex said. I thought that was hilarious. Making that little box of of nuclear man to put on the the nuclear missile. He's putting like a little bit of dirt in there. Yeah, the nuclear blob. Let me add a little earthiness to this. Yeah. (laughs) The whole film is just beyond outlandish, to say the least. Uh, He's so pleased. Look at how pleased (laughs) nuclear man is. Yeah, it's tight. You are nothing. I'm the fire of the father now. That's the best, man. That's my favorite. Gene Hackman, the guy that plays Lex Luthor, is the voice of Superman. I mean, well, he was. He was the Makes sense. <laughs> yeah, he was. Yeah, truly. They were both right. By the way, I just want to put this out there in the ether. Just in case one day a certain someone happens to see this video, Mark Pillow, the guy that plays Nuclear Man, I want you to know, if you ever see this video by any chance and you ever want to do an interview I am here for you, my friend. I've always been a huge supporter of yours. I've supported you through thick and thin. If you ever want to be on this channel, hit me up. And one of these days, guys, trust me when I say this, I'm going to interview Mark Pillow on this channel. It's going to happen. I hope he cold breaths you. 
<laughs> Another thing too, why would you sign up for that really stressful double date? Like that just seemed like such a hassle to me, you know, like just schedule the dates like a day apart or something. Yeah, I know? felt stressed. <clears throat> Extremely I stressful. She wore that dress though. You know, that yeah. wasn't stressful. We weren't stressful about that, were we? I'm a huge nuclear man fan, but the fights they're great. <laughs> we love those. Y'all see the part with that. Y'all see that part with that statue? Yeah. Hey, speaking of the statue, it cracked me up. You see Nuclear Man grab the statue. He goes into the city, and then Superman gets the statue, and then he goes right back. Like that's that's the whole thing. I hated how they were fighting and then also cleaning up his mess at the same time. Like I just want them to each other up real quick. You know what I mean? That's what they did in Man of Steel, and a lot of people didn't like that. A lot of true hardcore Superman fans did not like that there was a lot of casualties and a lot of destruction. Oh. But at the end of the day, I don't care what you think. That's how it would be in real life. That's what would happen if you had two super beings fighting each other like that, of that power and strength. There would be lots of casualties and lots of destruction. Plain and simple. Well, that would have been way tighter, John. It was kind of funny, though, that Superman just came in. I mean, a nuke man came in and, like, hid at the base of the Statue of Liberty, and Superman just flew right by. Like, he didn't have that detection then, did he? <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Hey, I noticed that. But he was hidden really well, you know, like out in the open. <laughs> he's, I mean, he's Where's that nuke man? <laughs> yeah, that was pretty – That I think that was a big flaw for sure in the film. Another one, too. Not like, a flaw. Yeah. Uh-uh. When when Nuclear Man comes back, you know, from he, he was uh, stopped for a minute. You know, Superman put a stop to him just for a little hot minute. That well, that that part, I missed that part. <laughs> and he comes back. And the first question that he asked after he looks at this newspaper all by his lonesome, he's not in front of Lex, he's not in front of Lenny, he's not in front of anybody. It's just Nuclear Man, looks at a newspaper cover, sees Lacey Warfield, and like, and then he comes out into the streets, and the first thing he says to Superman is, where is the woman? <laughs> like Superman's yeah. supposed to know who the crap he's talking about. Take, Take me to her. her. I will hurt people. <laughs> I hurt people. Yeah. Yeah. The, the lines in this movie are classic. That's when Superman saw him. Finally. <laughs> all right. So with all that being said, guys, let's try to be as subjective as we can here. If you had to give the film a rating, one to ten. What would you give it? We'll start off with you, Mr. Herod. So, so question, this is viewing it through the eyes of like right now or viewing it through the eyes as if it's 1987 and I just saw this movie for the first time. Viewing it through the eyes of right now. I mean, it's a 10, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay. So that was subjective. I will be objective and say, I would say, man, probably, probably about three. I mean, you've got the movie comes in and the the whole space scene is like, I don't really get it at all. I mean, it's just kind of there and whatever. Superman saving people in space. That's cool. And and then you kind of you're building this drama. And I feel like there's some good moments. But after that, nuclear man's arrival, it's just cheese and just nonsense pretty much to the end. Yeah. Subjectively, objectively, you pick. It's excellent. Like it's, it doesn't take too long to get through. I mean, you have to wait a minute for Nuclear Man to show up. If anything, he could have showed up sooner. That's so about more destruction. 
I thought it was great. And so what you're saying, time. John, is you want to see a Nuclear Man Origins film? Yeah, it's time. Hey, I would watch that. I would watch it too. Three or not, I'd watch it. No rating, high rating, whatever. Let's see it. Zero hated it. Glad it's just over. No, be okay. objective. All right. All right. Let me let me be subjective. That was objective. If it wasn't for Nuke Man and how much I love you guys, it'd be a clear zero. But since I watched it on my own accord here, it's still zero. <laughs> I hated it. I'm glad that's over with. And the only thing I like doing is laughing about it. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> Fair. I mean, <laughs> I would watch it again. You know, one thing about it uh, on HBO, like it took me a minute to find it. Because it's the hardest to find Superman film on HBO Max for a reason. Yes, it is way too hard. Yep. It should be the at least top three. Well, they pretty <laughs> much they pretty much know the servers would crash with all the people screaming. <laughs> it was that easy to find. They barely it be on HBO Max. I had to like type by. out super to like yeah. finally find it. They would just have to remove it all together if everybody knew it was there. It was easy to find. That's true. What about whenever he, uh, he screams like a genie back into that volcano? <laughs> oh. Hey, Superman trick is pretty good with that elevator. He's like, she's in there. <laughs> He's like, and it's kind of it's kind of dumb too that Nuclear Man like has the cold breath. Whenever he's like from the sun, he's like the sun <laughs> guy, and he has the cold breath. <clears throat> oh, remember he was he was made he was made with Superman's DNA. Though. Yeah, he's a he's a, he's a clone, even though he's definitely not a clone. He's a clone plus, clone plus plus. <laughs> One more note is like that Italian town was like completely ruined, and then Superman's like, "All right, y'all have a good one." And they're like, "Thanks." <laughs> Their town is. Gone. <laughs> He's like, good luck. Perfect. If I had to give it a subjective rating, the absolute highest that I could go without feeling guilty and, and feeling like I'm not a reliable source for inf information to my audience and my channel is 4.5. I, I think it would be a lot lower for me if I didn't. If this film did not hold such a special place in my heart personally, I grew up with this movie, and I, when I say I grew up with it, I watched it hundreds of times before I was seven, and I forced these guys to watch it growing up in high school and college. Initially, they thought it was lame and terrible, but over time, they grew to love the wackiness and ridiculousness of it, and we still talk about it to this day. So that's why we wanted to discuss Nuclear Man. Guys, I hope you enjoyed the video. If you haven't already, make sure you like, share, and subscribe. Hit the bell to get notifications every time uh, we try to drop two videos every week. You can also look us up on Instagram and TikTok at Real Comic Book Cinema. And you can also find us on Facebook. Guys, do you have anything you want to plug, by the way? Yeah, Nuke Man. Coming through. <laughs> I, I am Experiment. You know I'm right there? I am Freako. That part was the tightest part, guys. Yeah, I got ticked off. Man. Have a good one. At the end of the day, I'm just glad that Nuke Man could turn himself into renewable energy. <laughs> <laughs>